Hello, Revelers, and welcome to the Reveler Recording, a loud and lively podcast. Turn it up, dance it out, and revel in it all. I hope you are cutting and pasting. My name is Haley Press. My pronouns are she, her, and I am the host of the Reveler Recording, a loud and lively podcast. Welcome to Podtober, where a mini episode is released every day in October with a new guest answering the question, what do you revel in? Today's guest is number 23, and while she's a crafty creative, that's not all she is. We're talking to Victoria Stacy about getting outside of the box we can sometimes create for ourselves, art therapy, and how it's not just for kids and the pleasure that being able to connect people with one another brings. Victoria has heard me talk about The Reveler since before it had a name, and I'm so glad she's a connection of mine. We're bringing everyone together for this one. We're reveling in The Craft of Connection. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? That is good. I am doing not too bad as well. I can't complain. The... uh... Nights are getting darker earlier, but it does allow for coziness. So just yeah. trying to see the good sides of it all. For sure. We're going to be so. doing a lot of uh, fall cleaning. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes, absolutely. I feel like especially even with being in lockdown and stuff, like it's so much easier, even though stores aren't weren't necessarily open the whole time, mm-hmm. ordering is just at your fingertips and you yeah. accumulate even more sometimes <laughs> for sure for sure yeah we're definitely decluttering and just have all this stuff that we want to get rid of and yeah, yeah. make the house feel more cozy and that kind of thing yes. so yeah yeah tis the season <laughs> tis the season yeah uh amazing well I am so glad to have you as part of the podtober series on the reveler recording uh would you mind introducing yourself including your pronouns of course. So my name is Victoria Stacy. My pronouns are she, her, um, and I'm excited to be here. Stoked to have you. We were talking a little bit before, but you are someone who I've talked to about the Reveler before it had a name years ago. Um, you it's kind of crazy own... that it was that long ago. <laughs> yes, it, absolutely. And the fact that like when we were talking, you were like, I don't even think it had a name back then. Yeah. So wild yeah uh but you have your own uh brand blog as well do you want to tell the listeners about that yeah sure so my brand has evolved over the last like 10 years like it's kind of crazy um but it's all I think kind of um been at the same core um which I'll talk about a little bit later I think um but it's a handmade jungle um it's evolved now to sort of be a blog but I don't really blog that much anymore Um, Mm -hmm. and it evolved to be a bit of a shop. So I sell and make earrings. Um, but I haven't done a ton of that in the last year or so just with the pandemic and markets not being accessible. And I don't love e-commerce, like all all these different things. Um, and so I actually went on a hiatus too, for a little bit on my Instagram, I deactivated it for two months because it was all just, it was all just too much. And I recently came back to it. So, um, right now it is just a place for me to post, um, I think it's going to be a place for me to post DIYs and photos of like small businesses, things that I bought recently. 
Um, but I haven't really figured it out yet. Um, yep. and I'm hoping that as things get a little bit better, I'll go back to doing, uh, more workshops. So pre pandemic, I was hosting a lot of different craft workshops at small businesses around Toronto and around the GTA. Um, and I definitely missed that at the time. I thought I was, I was really overwhelmed by it, but not having it in my life has been like really sad. <laughs> so, um, so I'm hoping that as things get a little bit better, um, I'll be able to start doing those again, maybe in next spring, um, mm-hmm. and into the summer. Cause the opportunities that that actually brought me were super cool and are sort of related to what I want to chat about, uh, later on. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I've been to at least one of your yeah. workshops. I went to your planter workshop, which was just super cool to like get together with people, do some crafting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I totally understand you probably did get overwhelmed with it all. Like it was just book, book, book. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you were like, whoa, I need to take a step back. But I think that's important to acknowledge that sometimes like we can take that step back and change mm-hmm. our minds, but we can also go back. Like we're mm-hmm. never stuck with one decision that we make, we can always decide how we want to move forward. So for sure. I had said to, I, in 2019, that was like my busiest year. Um, I had brand partnerships with quite a few big brands. I was working with like, I went on, I I went to Ottawa to do a bunch of workshops at a mall. Like it was like super cool opportunity, but I also had just started a new job. So I was quite overwhelmed and I had said to my boss, like, I don't really think that like, I'm going to really be doing workshops anymore now that I'm working like this job. It's just, I think it's going to be too much and I just want to take a break. Um, but I started that job in August and I did the biggest, my biggest fall season like ever. Um, and that was all planned pre me saying that. So I was kind of like at the end of 2019, I'm going to take a step back. And then at the beginning of 2020, I did maybe one or two and then the pandemic happened and I kind of was forced to take that step back anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought about doing it online. Um, but like even within the first two months of working from home, I had zoom fatigue and I just was like, this is yeah. not for me. This is not the platform that I want to be a part of right now. And it really forced me to step back from that workshop world. That's, uh, totally fair. I can, definitely relate especially like for people who are working from home and they are on zoom all day um it's definitely you just get sick of looking at a screen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I I can understand that and then you stepped away from your Instagram for a little bit is this just kind of like needed a break like lack of creativity and imagination and that kind of vibe it was a lot of that um it was kind of a spur of the moment thing one day I was just like every time I look at this I don't like it I'm not happy with like what I'm seeing and how it makes me feel and I felt Mm -hmm. like there was a pressure to create um and I just wasn't in a place where I was creating anything that made me happy so it just felt like there was too much pressure to be on that um in my like brand world I guess you could say so I still had a personal account which was actually quite nice because I felt more like I could just post with whatever I want without thinking about it. Um, mm-hmm. So I spent like two months doing like, this is my weekend photo dump and like not editing a single photo and just, you know, feeling like there was more freedom. Uh, a lot of people I think are kind of going that route right now too. Like it's yeah. less pressure to create and just like mm-hmm. be online. Yeah. So I feel like because I took the time and did that sort of on my personal account, I feel less pressure now to make the perfect thing 
and Mm -hmm. post it on like my brand account. And I only post, I mean, I've been back on that account for maybe two weeks and I just posted for the first time, like really yesterday. Um, so it's just like, yeah, not putting pressure on myself, still trying to figure out what I want that space to look like. And then also having my personal private account just to dump stuff and there's no thoughts attached to it. It's just like, here's my weekend. (laughs) Yeah. I remain too. I I too have like kept my personal account as well. I Mm -hmm. thought about combining them and I was just like, no, like I want my personal account just for me, Mm -hmm. uh, being able to post whatever you want, whether it's on brand or Mm -hmm. goes with your aesthetic or not kind of thing. So that makes total sense. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like I'm also just like getting my creativity back a little bit. Um, I'm actually going to art therapy um, which is really Oh, cool. I saw you tweet about yeah, that the other yeah. day, actually. Which has been really great for, you know, the traditional reasons why someone might go to therapy, but also for getting over creative block and just thinking through um, being intentional and purposeful in my art and in like, in how creativity is more than just art. Like it's been a really interesting experience. I've only been doing it for, I think I've gone to six sessions. So like, that's a decent amount. Um, and I'm exploring things like watercolor, Um, I'm finding where I struggle, which is like getting started. Um, once I get started, it's just so much easier. Um, then it's just like a flow and that's, it's funny because that's, I feel like that is the issue in Mm -hmm. so many spaces of Mm -hmm. life too. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, that's what I've realized too, is like, it's not just art that getting started is the hardest part. It's there's so many facets of life that getting started is the hardest part. So um, yeah, it's really interesting to relate to your, relate your life back to like art in a way. So it's been, uh, it would be, it's been super helpful and I definitely recommend it to somebody who's like a little bit nervous about getting started in therapy. Cause it's like a nice, easy oh, yeah. ease into it. And, you know, you're doing something else while also talking and, you know, a lot of people associate it with like kids, but there's lots of people who practice with adults. So, um, yeah, definitely something I recommend. That's Super cool. First of all, I just want to say that I really respect that you took that break from Instagram too, that you felt you needed, like you followed and did what you felt was best for yourself. And I think that can be hard in an online world, especially Mm -hmm. when you do have a brand and and you feel that pressure, Mm -hmm. but congratulations and good job for that. And really respect that you are doing therapy. Like I could talk about that for so long. I'm a big, big fan Mm -hmm. and art therapy sounds. I really like how you said too, like it's, it's a great starting point for those who are maybe nervous or Mm -hmm. like literally we're talking right now and I'm just playing with something in my hands. Like I just need that doodling or that distraction at the same time. And I'm still totally focused Yes, for sure. For sure. And I mean, if there's something you're talking about, that's like uncomfortable, I mean, I haven't really had that yet, but like, if you can't really meet, like maybe you feel, feel so embarrassed that you can't meet their eyes or something like that, which I know is common for a lot of people. Um, you're looking at a page and you're drawing and talking, or you're making a collage and talking, or I made a, like a weaving, like a, I don't know how to describe it like something to put on your wall. yeah, Yeah. 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 Um, and so like, obviously my I'm talking a lot, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but my brain is also focused on creating. And so I feel like, um, like if you, yeah, if you're not comfortable necessarily, like you're a little bit uncomfortable, you, you have something else to focus on, which is really helpful. Um, I love that. And so like, yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I'm a talker, uh, especially like once I get started again, getting started is the hardest part. (laughs) 
Um, so I don't think that necessarily the, I would be hindered without the art, but it does make me feel a lot more comfortable. I think. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Super cool. Thank Mm. you for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. Um, all right, let's get into the big question of this whole month. Mm -hmm. Uh, what is it that you revel in? So this was a hard question at first. Um, and the easiest like thing for me to say was like, Oh, creativity. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people would say if I asked them what they thought I reveled in, like my fiance said that, and, uh, I don't think it's wrong. Um, but I also feel like I haven't been identifying with creativity so much lately because I've been struggling with it so much. Um, okay. Yes. So then I took a step back and I read the definition of to revel <laughs> and Google said something like to be like joyous in a setting, usually around drinking and partying or something like that, you know, like, yes, it can involve. Yeah. That. <laughs> so that's what Google said when I first Googled it. Um, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. Like if I were to think of like that situation, what, what part of that brings me joy? So I started to come up with the, what I revel in would be connection. Um, and I think connection goes so far beyond literally people meeting and doing that kind of thing. Um, I do a lot of connection in my current role, um, where I'm literally like just built, taking different pieces of different things and putting them together, connecting them. Um, I do a lot of that in my art, um, Mm -hmm. And I could, I, sometimes I feel like I can make anything out of anything. Um, cause I can just feel like the pieces and I can see them coming together. Um, and, and there's an art in finding the way for things yes. to connect to like yep. in art and outside. Yeah. Of art. Like I definitely feel like I'm a problem solver. Um, mm-hmm. and so just thinking about connection has been like a really interesting word for me to use. I've used it a little bit in therapy. Um, I think a lot of people would describe me as a connector too. I think most people think of it in um, a people setting. So for mm-hmm. example, like the a lot of, <laughs> a couple of people have told me the only reason they met the people that they met today is because of me, or I'm the person who keeps the glue together, like for different things. And I'll be like, Oh no, you know, like you plan lots of things or like, it's not the same. It's not the same. Um, and so like, I kind of have taken, like that can be a very heavy sort of weight to have, but, um, you know, being that person who keeps everything together. Um, but at the same time, it's also kind of nice to know that you can bring people together. Um, so for example, one of the like most exciting days I had this summer, um, my, good friend moved to Montreal. So actually these are all bridesmaids of mine. So one of my bridesmaids moved to Montreal with her partner in like beginning of June. One of my other bridesmaids moved to Quebec city in July. And one of my other friends was spending all of July, just staying in Montreal with her partner. So I, and they all know each other, um, Mm -hmm. but they don't like two of them know each other quite well, um, but don't get a chance to see each other that often. And one of them they all know each other in passing. They're all my bridesmaids, but not super close. Um, so it was really cool when we went to go visit my friend in Montreal. Um, my friend in Quebec city came to Montreal. My friend who was in Montreal came and met us and we all had like this group, um, 
lunch and it was really so they all live in the same province yeah, yeah. but it still takes you to connect them yeah all together. and I mean yeah. yeah and it was all new and it was all fresh um like everyone had only been there like literally a couple of weeks or a couple of days um but it was really nice to see them all get together and like hear them talking like oh we should go skiing this winter together yeah um, I know two of them went thrifting together and like you know it's just like a nice feeling especially when I think some when you move to a new place you can feel kind of lonely right so mm-hmm. it's cool to have been able to help facilitate that and like I'm not sitting there being like oh you guys should hang out like they're like they're all <laughs> yeah they're all grown-ups and they're all doing it like at their own you pace. started the ripple but yeah that's yeah exactly a ripple I guess you could say and so like that was a really awesome day for me because I'm like sitting with like some of my closest friends and we're it's a beautiful day and we're finally traveling for the first time and like all that yes. kind of stuff um so that was definitely like one of the most fun like experiences I guess I had this summer even though it was just a simple like drinks and food on a patio um sometimes that's special. the best though too yeah 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 so um that, that that's like a good example I think of how like I see myself as a connector and when it works well and you know makes me really happy um mm-hmm. and yeah I think it just goes beyond connecting to like people together and so I feel like that's what I revel in these days and it goes back to workshops and going to markets and selling earrings and full circle, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it feels good to also have like a word um, that I can feel like, you know, I can identify with, especially yeah. when creativity was like the one that I felt like I should be saying, but didn't feel it just right. wasn't connecting. <laughs> yeah. And I guess another yeah. thing too, that goes also fits with that is we have postponed our wedding twice now. Uh, we were supposed to get married September, 2020, moved it to June, 2021. And now we're doing it in June, 2022. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that like, we so much want to have all of our favorite people in the same room. Yeah. And, uh, that's been tough for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been together for 10 years in November. It's like, wow, we live together. We have a dog. Like it's not like, getting the wedding isn't making or breaking your relationship it really is a true celebration of it all and you want that to be with your loved ones yeah and yeah our loved ones and you know bringing everybody together and connecting all those threads of people who maybe haven't seen each other in a couple of years and like and we haven't seen in a couple of years um and it's also like kind of nice to have this thing (laughs) like as funny as it has been to have it push back so much and how much it sucks um, it helps us to like, we've stayed not necessarily in touch really well with some of our old friends who've moved out of the city or like in different seasons of their lives, like they're having kids mm-hmm. or have kids. Um, doesn't mean like, we don't like wish we were closer with them. Um, but you know, everyone's just in different seasons of their lives. Um, yeah. but this is like an opportunity to bring like all those people in our lives who we maybe haven't seen in a while together. Um, Absolutely. So it's a, that's like a really important thing for us, even though I know for some people, they just couldn't wait or like, they were happy to do something small. Cause that's really what they wanted, like all these different things. But, um, for us, that wasn't the case. And it has a lot to do with, you know, being around the people you love and reveling love in that. love, <laughs> reveling in love yeah. and connection. Yeah. I, yeah, it's funny connection. I feel like has been a really big theme mm-hmm. across the the interviews and in conversations that I've had and it's it's super cool because I feel like that is such a big part of what I revel in as well and so just to have this podcast be like another connector mm-hmm. for sure um I'm just so glad to have 
people connect all the dots and connect the pieces. And uh, when I think of you, I definitely think of a connector. Like you're just involved in so much stuff, which again, like can be overwhelming at times too, but um, yeah, it makes sense. It makes total sense. And I love that you were able to, I think it's really easy for us to attach our identity to things, especially again, around a brand. And so creativity, that's you, that's Victoria, but what else are you as well? What Mm -hmm. else are you beyond that too? So I really respect that you were able to think about that. I'm glad this, this question made you kind Mm -hmm. of really, um, consider all of that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you definitely are a connector. So (laughs) thank you. I'm sure like, despite the fact that, you know, lots of people and the theme connection is coming up a lot, I'm sure it sounds different for everybody too. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because it uh, oftentimes will relate to like connecting with people, Mm -hmm. but then there's also more to that. So for you, like it's through your workshops and things like that. For me, it's very much through events often, Mm -hmm. um, or through the podcast. Like, so there's different ways that people find to connect and it's, that has, that's a really good point. Actually, that's been really cool to kind of dissect and see Mm -hmm. what connection means to each individual. So Mm -hmm. very cool. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How can people stay connected with you? Give us a plug. Okay. (laughs) So I guess the best place is Instagram now that I'm back on it. And my Instagram handle is at handmade jungle. And then from there, you can see my earrings and keep in touch with workshops. And hopefully all that stuff will be happening more in 2022. Amazing. Well, listeners, stay tuned, get connected. And Victoria, thank you so much. Thank you. It was super fun. I hope this episode inspires you to connect your circles. It's so nice to bring people together. And hey, while you're at it, get crafty with one another. Looking for a workshop host? You now know who to call. Until tomorrow, Revelers, revel on. And don't forget to rate, review, and recommend this episode.